church kids, this episode is pure pandemonium. I had the honor of talking with two youth leaders from when I was a youth, um, Katie Farley and Rebecca Mosley. If you know them, you know that they have some hilarious, wild stories, and we didn't even get to touch on on all of them, Um, but it was such an honor getting to talk with them, have them in our home. Brittany joined in on the conversation and it, it was it was just laughs from beginning to end. So I know that you are going to enjoy this episode. Um, and I just wanted to say we had our worship night this past week. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who came out, everybody who was a part, everybody who wanted to be a part. We can't tell you enough how much we appreciate you. Um, I look forward to growing this community together. Church kids, we've got to unite. We've got to stick together nobody knows church (laughs) church kid history like us so this is for us church kids unite church kids if you (laughs) if you were in impact youth ministries from the years of i'm gonna say 2008 to 2000 Four, fifth, sixteen. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> this episode is absolutely. Do we have a show for you? Um, I. Well, first I'll I'll introduce a, a reoccurring guest, uh, Brittany. Oh, hello, it's me. Brittany's here. Brittany's here. Brittany's here. Um. Okay, guys, we have, it's it's a girl power episode. I am completely outnumbered, <laughs> and I love that. We have a returning guest, Rebecca Mosley. <clears throat> and the one and only legendary mm. <laughs> Katie Farley. <laughs> guys, this is... You you just don't know. This is don't know. impact. <laughs> there was one more that was gonna join us, yes, but um, he has been stricken. But we are going to. He's been stricken, but we we are. He's gonna be on an episode coming up, so I don't wanna I don't wanna ruin who that is. But I just wanna ask, how are you doing? We'll start with you, Katie, since it's your first time. Thank you for asking. Um, uh-uh. I'm quite swell, thank you. Uh, <laughs> glad to be here. Thank yeah. you for the invitation. Yeah. Anytime. You know? Any, anytime. <laughs> Rebecca, how are you? I'm doing great. Amazing. Brittany, how are you? I'm amazing. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so we have we've been eating dinner and talking and laughing already. Um, <laughs> this is crazy. So I told them I'm gonna ask some hypothetical church questions. Brittany, you'd be thinking of some oh, too. Yeah. Um, but let's I'm I'm not thinking of any specific people. So like I won't be using even if it's an example that applies to someone you know, I am not thinking of them. I am making this up <laughs> on the spot. Promise, promise, promise. Okay. Oh, actually I am thinking of somebody with Wait. this. But I won't mention it. I won't mention 
the situation. Youth leaders, because this is a youth leader edition. Guys, Rebecca Mosley and Katie Farley were my youth leaders turned friends, close <laughs> friends. So here we here we go with that. Um, and I do want to say before we get started that I just really appreciate you guys um, for, oh no, don't get emotional because I will too. But I really do appreciate you guys um, for investing in us over the years and I know that I probably would not be here if it wasn't for you two and what you poured into me, you know. I don't want to say I, I, I don't want to say I wouldn't be serving the Lord, but I just probably wouldn't be serving the Lord here. So. So I really do. I really do appreciate you guys. Okay. So here we go. We're just going to get right in. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you, you keep looking you at me? Think- I know it's like coming. I'm like, Okay. I don't think you were there for this one, so it's it makes it safe. Dun, dun, dun. It's a church service. Okay. A youth oh, service. Mm-hmm. I know where this is going. <laughs> it's a youth service, and all of a sudden, your youth leader radar, internal radar goes off, and you say, wait a minute, one of, one of the youth is missing. Oh, a girl is missing. And then you scan and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. One of the boys is also missing. And you you find them in a compromising situation. Virtue to be questioned. How do you handle that with, how do you tell the parents? That's that's where I'll start. Ooh. <laughs> or do you call the parents and have the child tell the parent? What do you do? Well, hypothetically speaking, uh, <laughs> with with tact and grace, you um, actually I remember um, <clears throat> we didn't have to tell the parents. <laughs> uh huh. The the parent, um, goodness, this person's gonna listen to this and be like, Katie <laughs> Um, But um, the parent, I remember. Um, me and somebody's name who rhymes with posh. Um, <laughs> we, we were mortified when we saw the parent because we were getting ready to tell the parent. Yeah. Um, and, um, or no, we were both, no, we weren't even like, we weren't even there to even like tell the parent. They walked in and had their cell phone to their ear. We're already talking to the other parent and just looked at me and posh and just held up like one finger and was like, like almost like shush, don't say a word thing and like I'm handling this uh-huh. and then for that person I was like for the girl I was just like oh she's about to die yeah like this is about to get real for her um <clears throat> and then I remember spending time with the girl for a while <laughs> if that's if it's the instance I'm thinking of like cause yeah there's multiple times multiple. people have veered off and you know trips uh-huh. like I remember sitting out in like hotel like out in the hall and I remember Ooh. a girl coming out going I was just gonna go give one of the guys this phone charger. And I was like, get back to your room right now. Yeah. And like, we slept in like the hotel room, like halls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Thinking, thinking back on it, youth trips are such a high risk very high activity risk. because I like the hormones raging, raging. 
and they're different. away from their parents sometimes for the first time. And like sometimes it's like, oh, I'm scared to be away from my mom. And then other times it's like, oh, I've been waiting to get away. You know, <laughs> no. so I think some youth will try stuff that they wouldn't try the if their parents, yeah. Yes. Yeah, if their parents were there. Good times. Okay. <laughs> you have a youth. They believe that they are called not only to the ministry, but a specific function of the ministry, whether it's preaching or singing or photography or music or whatever. (laughs) They like, there is something that they are like, this is it. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to be the greatest at it. They have zero (gasps) natural skills, like to the point that you try to work with them. They they are unable to improve. Mm. Do no, you tell? Not all things are possible, Jay. Okay. <laughs> I do not. I will not. But I will not squash their deal, okay? Okay. Now, I may try to bend them and encourage them in other ways. Yeah. So how do you do that? How do you redirect that passion and say, like, mm-hmm. the passion is good, but this is not working out? I don't do that. Okay. Rebecca does that, like, you're, you're Rebecca will do that lip quiver thing that she does. And then she goes. <laughs> <laughs> if she is doing that at you, you're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca has a heart of compassion. When they feel like they're called, let's, let's just Give them encouragement, she does that very well. The, with singing, okay? Yeah. I, I've been there, okay, when they have felt that they're called to be worship leaders. Yeah. They're called to sing and they can't carry a tune, okay? Mm-hmm. And they may never be, and they're tone deaf, but they really believe that they have that gift. I pray for them. Wow. And I try to help them the best I can. She's literally trying. See? I wish she's doing it now. right now. Okay, now here's, here's a follow up question What age mm. is the age where it's no longer cute? Because I do feel like. There, there are ages where it's like you get a pass. Sixteen or eighteen. Sixteen or eighteen. 16. All right, well, Ooh, she is saying this right now. No, really. I have Rebecca still two. gives the pass, and I at least be one. 40, 45. No, at least one. every time you wouldn't be the one to say it. You would be like, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you should go go talk to them. Only when it came to certain situations. See, see. See? When it came to sexual situation, like, no. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> there was things that they were. I Nobody's loving that ministry. <laughs> 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 men talk to men. Yeah. Well, would you be led in that ministry? Yeah. What? No, Rebecca. <laughs> I'm telling you, there was no leaders in that in the church. <laughs> I am. The <laughs> I'm called to the sex ministry. <laughs> 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 It is. And I remember, like, and that's why kids are sneaking around. Right, and that's why you're under under the stairwell. Under the stairwell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That stairwell's not even available no more. What happened to the stairwell? Not that I said that. It did not. (laughs) It's still there. It's not there for. Is the painting still there? Huh? The painting has the, since been the painting of Pastor Tom Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, there is there is a mural somewhere at our church, um, and it is 
half Pastor Tom, half our, or an interpretation of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, for those who can't see, Rebecca's covering her face right now. <laughs> My question is, though, does anybody recall on the timeline, the situation in the stairwell, was the mural there at the time? <gasps> Because oh, you believe, are getting I, I caught up. It was the inspiration. <laughs> I do. You are getting caught up in the stairwell and I with your up, virtue in question. And I look up and see Pastor Tom Jesus. <laughs> that is scary. <laughs> it's like one thing to have the Facebook Jesus, <laughs> but then you've also got Pastor. Yeah. Like they're right there. Oh. You feel like Mona Lisa following eyes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You've got to be desperate to say. We don't do online. <laughs> I was at because a regular would, service. Yeah, because I know. Oh, yes, I know. Yeah. Josh was preaching. And, <laughs> and I had to go out. Yeah. 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 I, I do think that I don't, we're in an age now where I feel like right, there needs to be no sleepovers. Like, mm-hmm. no. Stay at home. You go to your house. It's not safe. Just, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, I, I even think about you trips that we went on and I'm like, I'm grateful that we went on them, but I just can't even believe my mom let me go. Like, yeah, we were crossing state lines. When you say too, like some of the boldness, I remember there was a couple who were very upset with us that we had a girls van versus boys van and it was an ordeal. And it wasn't like the parents, it Uh was the kids were so upset with us. Josh made sure about that. Really? Yes. I mean, back what then, the it's just... we can't stay together? Duh, 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 duh. We're all together. Like, mm. Yeah, that was, that was the that issue. That caused us to start separating. Yeah. Like, you're all together. You're like, it'll be good for you if you separate for a while and, you know, have I'm, your relationship with God. Not I'm not going to say no names. Oh, you're staring me down. But I was in the friendly skies on my way <laughs> back from Honduras doing <gasps> the Lord's work. Jay, you can't say this. Okay. Yes, he can. I'm listening. Don't say the <laughs> don't say the whole thing. Well, he, he can edit. Use right? use uh what Wisdom. do you call that? Wisdom. Uh use uh no discretion? The yep. Okay. <laughs> it's explicit. Okay, so I I'm here no, for it. well I I'll, I'll cover it up. I look back on the plane and there are two individuals under not not the airplane blanket, a comforter. And that's all you need to say. And that's it. <laughs> but I'm I'm just like, we literally were just out just here serving Christ. beans and rice and bananas to the Honduran people. <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> Why would you do this? I did not know this. I was here like, <laughs> They didn't work out. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, there's that. Okay, so <laughs> um, here's my next hypothetical question. Oh, Lord. It is, okay, do you remember the the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yes. dinners? Uh, yeah. I love those. I love those That's too. A dish is horrible. <gasps> it tastes horrible. It smells horrible. It is horrible. It had animal hair in it. <gasps> It had animal hair in it. Do you tell the parent, please don't bring food again? Or do you just get rid of it? Or do you leave it because kids will eat anything? Rebecca's doing the lip quiver. I'm telling you that right now during this. Yeah. I personally would be like, the next time that there was something like that, I would ask them 
on what to bring. Like, hey, can you bring drinks? Uh-huh. Can you bring napkins, plates, yeah. forks? Like, and they'd be like, well, oh, I was gonna bring my famous, you know, tuna paste casserole. I'll be like, well, tuna paste. What we really need. Paste. What we really need is, is is two liters. That's what we are desperate in need of. Yeah, that's what I would like say. Bernie do this <laughs> Not to me, for the record, but. <laughs> I love them bring Well done. Well done. And then I just take it with me. Well done. Now, one time. Mac and cheese. Oh, oh now yeah. the, the, the. One time when we were planning one of those things, somebody tried to sign up to bring mac and cheese, and I said, you know what? No. I said, you can't do it. Because one time I was with you, and we were going to make mac and cheese, and you asked me. Do you put any extra cheese in there other than the powder? And I said, oh, I don't oh. use the powder. And you said, I only like the powder. So therefore, I'm making the decision that you are not allowed to bring the mac and cheese. And if you're listening, sis, I'm sorry. I would say it again. You're not allowed. Now, I was at an event that might as well have been a church, a, a youth event. It, it wasn't, but it was. I had some macaroni and cheese. It it was called <gasps> macaroni and cheese. Oh, it no. was so bad. It was like boiled noodles and Elmer's glue, glue that dried it. clear. So it came out of the pan like a casserole, but there was no cheese in sight. It was dry, but the noodles were like, it wasn't crunchy. Like, I don't it know was... how to describe it to you, but it was literally like they took the noodles out of the pot and they just stuck together and they called it macaroni and cheese and there was trays and trays of it and it was horrible this is where like this is where like titus isn't happening in the church anymore and like we need women to teach these next level including the level that was you know within us even like to cook (laughs) because like after like a funeral there is nothing bad there (laughs) like right you know what i mean though right Right. like sister shell that mandarin orange cake she makes changes my life oh it's so good and, like, I still remember it. And, like, I was hoping even, like, when my cousin passed, I was like, please be there. Yeah. And it wasn't. And I, but there was great things. There's nothing ever bad there. Uh-huh. But, but then. We are the season saints. We are right, one generation them. away from nasty funeral food. Like, literally. You're right. You're right. Older saints, if you are listening to this. Please. <laughs> Please help our generation. There's a small group investment right there. Yeah, yeah. I've never understood that. Like, like we said earlier, like I, I'm on the team of like I don't use recipes. I'm just and like when I go out to eat, I'm like I could make this differently. Uh I think that way. Uh But when the people that say like say powder macaroni and cheese girl, (laughs) like how do you not follow that (laughs) recipe? Like even like it's on the box. What happens there? I don't understand. Like, can you read? I don't. When you hear girls say that, I don't know. But I also know of people who don't eat for enjoyment. Like they just they just eat because they need to eat. So whether it's like Wendy's or a steakhouse or whatever, the reaction is the same. I think everything is just like, oh, that's good. That's good. And that is a horrible way to live. I would be sad. Not that we should be like gluttonous or, you know, like. This is again where like church mothers need to step. Yeah, (laughs) like. There's no way that a chicken tender does the same thing for you that a well. Or like the chicken you made tonight was like so good. Thank you. If it doesn't taste like that, like there's a big difference in diner nuggets and Jay's chicken. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So. 
So. Do you have any hypo hypothetical hypo. questions? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, I'm ready to dig into the stories, honestly. Okay. No, you know, I do have a question. Okay. Okay. So these were both my youth leaders as well. What was just a short snippet, each of you, what was one of your first memories of me? Oh. Sorry. Selfish turn, but I just want to hear it. <laughs> and it'll be funny. I know it'll be funny, probably. You can with bananas and pajamas. <laughs> favorite thing. See, we talked about this earlier, but um, two things. I'm sorry, I have two. Cause, That's okay. But um, the first way that I met Brittany was you can um, in the garage at uh, Grandma Bates' house. And we dared each other to eat this apricot jam that was expired in the freezer. And we don't remember why we were like in the freezer. <laughs> it was in a garage in the freezer. And, yeah, like. But, but this this jam was, had expired like ten years. Yes. Like, and like, we did like a pinky dip into yeah. it. <laughs> and that's what like you know. But the fact that we were able to dip into it when it was in the freezer. Right, that's kind of right scary. There. After ten years. Well, it wasn't in the freezer for 10 years. Well, no, but I'm saying 10 years expired. But a pinky dip in some freezer jam expired will bond you for life. Yes. We, okay. Yes. And the blue eyelashes and the blue hair wig. Thing. <laughs> oh, and she was that was like a character for Kids Church yes. or something. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my god. I have that picture. Well, the other thing that I was going to say with Brittany, but then a third one just popped in, too. Um... <laughs> Is when she fell out of her cot at youth camp. Uh, it was very sad. We were all worried. Very For worried. the record, I was violently pushed. <laughs> she wouldn't violently get up. Violently pushed. Oh. Uh, oh, so I you didn't just fall out. out. No, she, no, she took my sleeping bag and flipped me allegedly, out. Allegedly. <laughs> no proof. No cameras. The That's third it. thing that just came to mind was the night that we all like. I don't even remember why we did this. We went oh, to Walmart. There's a pic. Yes, there's a picture, <laughs> and she has this like, I put extra large chestage. Um, like <laughs> I literally put. I don't even. Know. I mean, it had what to be like it? towels. Like it was like There's the size of watermelons. There is a picture. I'll find it. But like she I've walked up this. to this guy, and I, <laughs> we were by like all the video game stuff, and this guy was playing this video game, and he was like into it. And I just remember, like, he kept, like, missing all these things. And she walked up to him. She was talking like she was German. Yeah. And she was like, <laughs> she's like, oh, looks like you took the scenic route. <laughs> <laughs> and that just came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that had happened. One other Britney story that I'll oh. never forget as long as I live. Oh, boy. But do you remember, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. And it was, you guys had done a, I don't know. When that demon story. Oh. But it was it was pitch black, and I'm not kidding you. I heard the most blood curdling scream you've ever heard in your entire life, and it was Brittany. And I remember jumping up, and like you just hear ah, like that, and I'm like, oh my god. And I was trying to get up to get to her, and I'm stumbling because you can get over suitcases and whatever. You can't get to a light. Yeah. And finally, yeah, the demons right, and then me having to stay up the whole entire night and sing to them. And a mouse running over my leg. Oh. Well, I said, after we got him back into bed and after we prayed for him and everything like that. Well, but the reason but being there was, a, was the girl in the bunk next to me had red eyes. Looked up and her eyes were red and glowing. Oh, yeah. And so I we had to wake her. up, cast the devil out of her. Yeah. Like no, it was a scream and a half, and I was like, right. and everybody, and yeah, it was it was something. It was something. Okay. It was something. I don't know yeah. what that means. No, I remember. It was at UCAM. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. 
talk about like oh if you want to know servanthood would you would you clean a bathroom would you do that i'm like they're saying that but no one is actually doing that now back then we were actually cleaning but like, like is there even milk being spilled under printers anymore i don't think there are, are there printers anymore I mean, it was yeah. just a simpler time <laughs> When milk could be spilled under a printer, you know, it's not like that. People about all these drinks in church, but people were sneaking in milk. You clean the shower, the nastiest shower house that one time, and the things I seen you have to pick up. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, have you got that? Yeah. Yeah. And so that, like, I think people sometimes see us up singing. I feel like worship leaders specifically get a bad rep, like, Oh, you just want to be on the platform. You don't want to scrub no toilets. I've scrubbed toilets. Like milk's still worse. <laughs> the worse. The milk was worse. Get to find somebody else. You're not talking about us because like I, I yeah, I <laughs> Speaking of paying dues, I would like to know if you think that youth conference would break child labor laws. <laughs> because no. back in our time. Now, are there things that would like I mean, the amount of, like, those lists, like, the papers we printed and numbers we called, like, is there something that we even, like, auto-do that now? Or is it, right. Like, I, where do I we get this information of all these people? <laughs> but, like, that's like why was I <laughs> why was I a young teenager doing a call center job? <laughs> <laughs> Making calls for the youth yes. conference. <laughs> you but I remember, like, <laughs> I would look yeah, at... Yeah, there's expectancy <laughs> versions for <laughs> And it would be like Corbin, Kentucky. I'd be like, hi, this is Brittany oh from Community Family God. Church. I just wanted to invite y'all out to our youth conference. It's going to be March 28, 29. I would literally look at the city and pick an accent. And like, she would, she she would, would make videos. <laughs> Remember the video you were cleaning in the church office? Yes. yes. And oh, yes. my gosh. Like she was a cleaning lady. Yes. Yeah, she does it a lot for us. Yes. I, I don't know if there is that level of like, Effort, tenacity, like tenacity effort, but also I feel like the payout they want personally. Pay. <laughs> well, no, I. I'll tell like, you what benefited though is that you guys developed friendships from people with other churches that a lot of these people they don't know a lot of people from other. Churches. Yes. Yeah, yeah it was that like a was lot of a network that really brought right. people together, and they'd show up, and then we'd all know each other. Yeah, and, and there was I, a lot of fellowship. I feel like there is a level. Maybe pride is not the word, but there is a level of accomplishment 
and seeing a conference go off that you worked. Yeah. And seeing people get blessed and seeing, you know, people come together or like a really good set or even down to like t-shirts. Seeing if, somebody if they, in a Kelly Green Gildan original set. Yeah. I folded that. I folded that. I sure did fold I that did one. That. I counted those by hand and recounted them. And recounted oh, them. Oh, it's <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like there is a... And There's a right. <laughs> There is a level of appreciate, like a deeper appreciation that you have yeah. you're when, when you're invested in it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't sure. see people being that invested. And I don't know if they don't have the opportunity to be. Yeah, you gotta have the opportunity. Yeah, but I'm glad you call it that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I think trauma for what we did, you guys. But I'm glad you called investment. No, I, I love. I mean, those and are great memories for me. Those are great <laughs> memories. Yeah. And like I said, that's like that's like building such good friendships, such good connections for life. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, looking back at all that that we yeah. did together, like it really was. It was such I, a bond, really. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and I think that that is. Very I think it was also one of the things is because we tried to try and let you know that things will just happen. Yeah. Those things have to go on. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I yeah. think that with the way specifically Brittany and I were led in youth, I never looked at big church and didn't see a spot for me there. Like, I felt like yeah. the training mm-hmm. that we got in youth was adequate in that by the time I got to adult age, I can do that. And I I feel like there is a lack of <clears throat> transferable skills being taught where it's like, okay, yeah, you can come to youth and that's great, but you need something that you can do in any church at any time. Like I... If I need to go anywhere and clean, I can clean. If I need to go anywhere and call people, I'm comfortable talking to people on the phone. If I need to go anywhere and put together a praise and worship set, I can do that. And I learn that in a safe, protected environment. Like, you know, if I if I mess up a youth praise and worship set, it's not the end of the world. You get on a larger scale, I'm getting chewed out. You know what I mean? So I, I think that learning skills in youth it's just it's priceless i believe and it's it's an investment in the future of the church yeah i think um to go back to like your hypothetical it's almost like a combination of the three of you it's like when you have a like say a youth or somebody who thinks like their calling is to be the praise and worship leader and if they sing like me and every single thing's gonna be off key (laughs) and people are holding their ears and crying it's easier the fact of like I, I think there's a thing of you point to something else that they like almost how you'd say like a different dish uh-huh. or I need paper towels <laughs> and I see Rebecca's lip quivering so I'm like okay something's gotta happen right and then <laughs> that is what you would say like not even the yeah. full southern yeah. term but that is where I'll back out right right. right but it's where you do you start looking at other things that they could do yeah mm-hmm. and looking for like what you see and then as like not mm-hmm. even just as a potential but like say what they don't see themselves doing that yeah. is awesome yeah and like 
you start saying like, hey, can you help me with this? Because you do yes. so good at it. Yes. And then they see the response. Like uh-huh. if your if your eyes are open, like if my eyes were open while I was singing, I would see everybody like, yeah, please stop. And <laughs> and it'd be like I would know. And uh-huh. and then at the same time though, you see the response of wow, I do this really good. You start to learn all those other skills of what you are good at. Right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. So. <sighs> I feel like your all's personalities. There wasn't the bully culture. Like, um, well, there wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was like you could identify. It's harder now because everybody wants to be the same. Like mm-hmm. everybody yeah. just wants that copycat. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's the unique. And everything is like so toned down. Yes. Now too, That's like, true. I mean, I mean, like we even talk about all the time. Like we were literally in the youth, like the girls, like like being fifteen years old, wearing like five inch heels and pencil skirts. Yes. To sing in, and it was just like everything was just such a big deal. Yeah, like such like such a big deal, and like everybody wanted to, to 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 be big, to be. I mean, not like a star, but you know, it's like everybody. Now I think a lot of people just want to like kind of blend in. It's just a different breed. Okay, now this is an unpopular opinion, but you talked about bully culture, like you. Yeah, I. I kind of think the opposite. Interesting. I think that when when people are allowed to be bullies, it forces people to be who they really are. Because like if I am being bullied for being weird, then I'm just going to have to be weird or or do whatever the bully wants. And I think that now there maybe it's Bullying still exists, but it's a lot more like subtle <laughs> bullying. Whereas when we were growing up, it was like if somebody didn't like you, you knew they didn't like you. And that goes back to just bold personalities all the way around. But like when it came to, you know, I want to sing praise and worship, that was at a time that not a lot of guys wanted to sing. Like singing was a girl dominated thing, there was only a few guys. So if I wanted to sing, I just wanted to sing. And like, I, I think that now it is, it's like a suppression of personality yeah. and I think it's like style. And and, you were saying it's like blended so much. And like, uh-huh. when I say like the bully culture factor, I feel like back then with the bull personalities, mm-hmm. you had people who were like willing to even like stand up and like testify mm-hmm. and say, I've been through this, yeah. but this is who I am. Yeah. But nowadays they'd be like, oh, you don't like me. And it's like uh-huh. almost like it's become like where people won't take up for themselves against the bully. Yeah. It's more like, how yeah. about it, Goliath? Like, it's... it's <laughs> right, yeah. And, right. and it's right. like, eh. and And that's where you've had such a step back mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. that boldness. And I feel like it's like almost popular, especially for the younger ones, to have like social anxiety. Like... Like I do, I think it's like popular. Like I mean, not in a way you would think it is, but it's like, I don't know. Like I just, I've never heard so much about social anxiety and anxiety in general. Okay, like, like I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna come. It's like, oh, back you want to relate that. to somebody? Anxiety. Yeah. Like I'm gonna come what? back at that with an unpopular opinion. I am. I don't have social anxiety because I was forced to socialize. 
as a child. Right. The reason why social anxiety is going on is because you don't make your kids go to youth. You don't make them go to events. You don't make them talk. Like, if I if I said, oh, I'm scared. I can't do that. My mom would be like, get, get out there. Uh-huh. Yes, you can. Yes, you will. I'll be back yes. to pick you up at 8 o'clock. <clears throat> like... <laughs> That. If I said I didn't have any friends, my mom would be like, why not? Why don't you go make friends with people? I Show yourself friendly. Like, Yeah, so I think that... She's like, there's no reason I to not have friends. we had an issue with um, a dress code violation of um, somebody that was wearing promiscuous things. Mm-hmm. And I remember the conversation with the parent, and they were like, um, I, I can't control what they wear once they have left the house. And I'm like... Heavens to Betsy, <laughs> they need to meet like Madre Farley. Because Vicky Farley or Taylor would mm-hmm. have whooped me one side down the other. Mm-hmm. And they would have shown up where I was. Like, I right. still have moments <laughs> of being scared where you think of when you were a kid and your heart beat fast. Wait a minute. You're not, saying, you're not saying, like, I can't control what they wear when they move out of my house. No, 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 no. no. Like, they, when were they, when they, they were still good and influenced under the age of 18. You have time still before they're an adult. Parents like, are not parenting. Okay, there's that. For fun. Um, but that happened. I'll, I'll never forget that discussion because it made me to think of like, you know, when and God bless it as myself, if I become a parent, like to think of that my kid will never be able to say that. <laughs> like, right, right. you want them to know, yeah, I will know exactly what you're doing and where you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the air, like she said right. last night, like yeah. God will tell me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Like, that. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to veer off of this because we could go forever. (laughs) Um, We have all had the opportunity, Brittany and I, to work with Katie and Rebecca in in the church office. Rebecca loves the church office. Rebecca loves the church office. One of my fondest memories, this was back when, like when we would have healing and deliverance services and people could call in to the service as the service was going on. This was a wild time. A wild time. Somehow, I got roped into checking all of the prayer request voicemails. Willingness. And no, it was not willingness. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what happened. And Aaron Bates, if you're listening, it was your husband who did this to me. Pastor Tom gave me a scholarship to go to CCA, and he said, all you have to do is sing in youth and sing when the youth sings on Sunday nights. That is a scholarship. You sing, I'll pay for your school. Cool. Eric said that you're you're letting him get away too cheap for that. We have to put him to work. So I was working for my tuition, which then makes it, not a scholarship. There's a difference between uh, Thomas Dewey and Thomas Eric. I, yes. I, I was doing an internship um, <laughs> with TBM. And so I I had to check hundreds, if not thousands, of prayer request voicemails a week. When I look back on that time and I wonder why I was slightly depressed. I do believe that listening to all of those, like people are not made to handle that much bad news. I don't know what I did. If I got in trouble or something, 
or if I just like needed something to do. But I did that job a couple times too, and it was depressing because nobody ever calls in with like a good news no. prayer request. I, I think if like, Chris it's Hawk depressing. is listening to this, he you know this is why Jay doesn't like to be on the phone. <laughs> you know what? That makes a lot of sense. You're welcome. That makes a lot of sense. Because it's just like, I... I. But at least you got voicemails. Now see, I had uh-huh. when they were live prayer requests. Oh, I had a story the, about that. When, the, oh, when yeah. the blessed lady, lover, Jesus, called and wanted me to pray for all the cats in the world. Oh. In the world? Oh, yeah. In the world. <laughs> who were locked up and had locked been adopted. Up. And oh, she was no. crying. And she wanted me to pray for all the cats. I remember that. That was a live prayer. Oh now, no! I would have said no. See, I think I would appreciate, <laughs> appreciate the voicemails. Voice yeah. yeah. Now I, I would have said, "Ma'am, I'm going to pray for your mental health. <laughs> That's what I'm going to pray but for." But the amount of I pray for that makes you right. rather. If, hold on, if I have one cat prayer, which I'm a dog person through and through, versus <laughs> I remember like seeing Jay's face, and he was just like. And yeah. Eric would walk, and, and he would laugh because he'd hear about our prayers. Oh, yeah. Here, and he'd hear what we were praying for, and he'd just... Now, I remember I was probably 16, 15 or 16 years old. Somebody called in one of the times that we had to go out during altar call to answer the calls. Somebody called in. I can't believe I'm saying this. He was having a penile surgery. <gasps> And wanted me to pray specifically oh, for no. that. And I was like, I, um, I, I, I would say, God bless it. Amen. Let it go well. Like, tell the one about the lady who called in with the request that was against you. Okay. So everybody knows I loved Brittany at a young age, right? Aww. This woman calls in to the church and she says, um, my, was it her daughter? I think it's her daughter. Her, her daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. My granddaughter is in an interracial relationship, and this is not of God. It is demonic. She has done, I forget what scripture she was used. Was this one of our friends? But she, no, 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 no. This was real. And she was like, this is demonic, and I need for you to pray that God would break them up because this is against God. I did call her back, and I said, and usually I just, I did, I called her back, and I said, hello, this is Jay from Tommy Bates, the one who sings, and she was like, I said, I got your voicemail about your daughter, your granddaughter, and I pray that they make it, if that's what they want to do, I pray that it's successful. I'm not like, and that was well, the end of Jay's conversation. No. <laughs> and that's when they started working me. Let me update you on that story. Oh, Brittany oh. told me about it, and I contacted that woman, <gasps> and I wrote her a letter, and I wrote it a, a nice message, and she ended up blocking me. She was very angry, but I told her as their youth leader, I said Jesus was in an interracial relationship. I said, are we not all of, of skin, different skin tones? Right. She was very angry at me, but I did contact that woman actually. Because Brittany had came to me, she was very upset. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna call you back because this is crazy. This is nuts. Also, one of the calls, she was a frequent caller, she would call in at least four times a week at 3 a.m. 
every every night. And you know how you can see, like when you're going through the voicemails, it's you can see number. it on the computer. And you can see the time that comes in. And she, 3 a.m. every night, she would call in and she would say, Hi, um, my name is blah, 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 blah. I need you to pray that God and his angels would bind and banish the devil and his demons that are keeping my husband from me and our family. It was the same. Like, I have it memorized wait, wait, by wait, heart. Wait. Wow. I've heard you say that before. <laughs> because. But now it, I know where the phrase came from. It is burned <laughs> in me. She would call and just like, I, I started memorizing her number because I knew that it would be this thing. And I'm like, the reason your husband is not coming home. <laughs> It's because you're calling Tommy Bates Ministries at 3 a.m. Go and to he's bed. Like, she's like, who is Tommy? Who is Tommy? <laughs> she's who is Tommy? She's cheating. Right. She's, she's calling call Tommy in Kentucky at 3 a.m. <laughs> it's so weird to think that you don't realize your brain keeps. And like, I'm, yes. I remember all of those phone calls on like seeing them on the computer, but I didn't remember that all that until you just yeah. said it. And it's oh, like, yeah. That was stored away in a locked box in there. Another <laughs> call that I got, which, you know, when you, when you leave a voicemail for someone, you don't know when they're going to check it. Like, you or if a, it will be them to or, check it. Right. <laughs> so this woman called, I think she was in Tennessee. She said, Hi, my husband's in the hospital and I've been here all day. Can you send somebody down here to pray for him and, and sit with him? I'll be back. Didn't say the husband's name, the hospital name, the hospital room, nothing. I had nothing, nothing to go off of. So then I'm checking messages down the list, down the list. She calls back again. She said, well, he died and nobody was there. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. No. <laughs> like literally, how put that, that kind is of how on a prayer That line. is how it came up. That's how she started oh, the voicemail. Gosh. Well, he died. Hold on, let me ask you something. When you guys did these calls, were you on my team of like you're delete, delete, delete as you go through them and you process them? Yeah. But there were certain ones you're like, I'm gonna leave that for later. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. that yes. would be the kind that I'd yes. be like somebody else. Yes. Do I feel like this is a HIPAA violation, but I <laughs> did send some of them to my personal email. <laughs> Not a HIPAA wow. violation. Yeah, yeah, because it. Okay. Oh, another oh my gosh I, I get nervous every time you sound like you're about to say something like there was a couple times scary. where it was just too many I was studying for tests and whatnot do you remember I, the person that like was like that's that's cheap on him let's make him do more work if he hears this you will be trouble it's okay he's I, gonna send you a bill I pay tithes <laughs> it's alright here's what I did they can outsource that now to someone else there was a couple times I prayed over because all they need is prayer. That's it. You just looked at it and you're like, I said, God, touch every <laughs> single one of these prayer requests because it's too much for me. Select all, delete. Eric, and you know wipe good that and well, though, that those could have been orders as well. And I would just like to <laughs> no, point that out. No. Yes, sir. The prayer, the prayer request was, was a different. Uh -uh, <laughs> sir, sir. <laughs> Well, we've missed out <laughs> on millions of dollars, and I'm so sorry. You're getting the bill for three. My soul has been blessed. CDs. <laughs> you are. It says texted We could have the sanctuary by now. But Jay, right. pray for them all. Okay, so speaking of church office <laughs> drama and turmoil, like Rebecca loves the Rebecca shared. <laughs> 
a story with us earlier, and I would just like for her to to share it with us um, to the best of your ability. To the best of your ability, what happened? We're gonna leave names out, but um, can they rhyme? Because I love that. For, like, no, there are not for no Rebecca. Not for Rebecca. Okay, but, except for the the one who was guilty. Oh yeah, yeah, right. But. So we worked a lot in the church office around youth conference time, making That's calls, folding. We all had keys. Pretty much everybody to the church had keys. Yeah, but there were so many keys that were in that office more than other people. <laughs> that is true. I, I only ever saw you in the office. That's right, right. You were on Pretty camera. Much else was. <laughs> camera didn't like yeah. So Rebecca got um, yeah. a friendly grand. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. My watch just went off, and it was like you know reflections time, and it said, "Take a moment to pause." Oh, baby, come back. Okay, it says, "Be curious about your own thoughts. Notice what comes up and any impressions you have made." Now, Rebecca, <laughs> let the Holy Spirit guide you <laughs> as you tell the story. Rebecca, go ahead, go ahead and share with us. Well. Paint the picture. What happened? See, back in the day, we did a lot of work as youth leaders. And uh, especially around youth conference time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I would bring a group in and do a lot of work. <clears throat> Months in advance. Yeah. You know, so many nights. Well, there's only so many tables and so many chairs in that office. Right. You know, I take one and whoever take the other one. Yeah. And um, anyway, some pranks or whatever you want to call them took place. But I received an email, an accusation, <laughs> an accusation of, um, you know, put together paper clips for the fun of it, hundreds, unplugging How speakers. many hundreds? Like I don't know, apparently they were counted. Um, apparently, I, I don't know, I must have been up all night drinking coffee and making messes. I'm not quite sure. No filter. But here's the thing, I wasn't guilty. Mm. Do you disregard? Mm. No. <laughs> no. Please not, disregard. I, I did not disregard. I should have. I yes. Did not. Yes. Mm. So, mm. Yeah. you received an email. I sure did. I still have that email. A very <laughs> passive aggressive email. <laughs> oh, if you can an accusatory. Yes. I like or is that it word. accusatory? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. I did. What else you got? And what all did it accuse you of? Stringing together paper clips. Like I had time for that. Unplugging speakers. A Bath and Body Works coupon being stolen. Oh, what did I say? Is that how you got that good sale that one time? Wait, Katie. And that's when they started doing the number codes because people were also making copies of the keys. Oh, that's scary. 
Even Which, though they said on the keys that you not make a copy um, that we had, but yeah, it, a we lot, were a lot smaller. Them. Well, not we've never been really small, but I'm saying it was just it was it was a different world yeah. of kind of environment, almost mm-hmm. like like we had that's why like, we left our doors on lines, like right. newsletter every week. Remember how we'd have to make the newsletter every week and yes. fold it and copy and print well, it. And now, we kept attendance. Another <laughs> unlocked memory. Do you remember having to fold the like? Not programs, but they were that weekly. like the, the the Sunday bulletins, and we had and to I would fold, make you fold them. hundreds. Oh, I would create them, and you guys would come in and fold them. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Listen, weeks. youth of today, you don't know how easy. You Even have after it. long oh, trips, remember? Talk to me after you got paper cuts for a while. But remember oh. the folding machine, and it would always jam. Yes, yes. that was. A it was horrible. Oh, and the printer, the Rico, and it sounded like speaking in I was not permitted in the printer room to do that, but I had to print every week. Well, with all of your folly, you did. Okay. Yeah. So. There's that. Hold on. Can just let, let the record show, and it's within the recording, but Rebecca did admit she did it. Okay, I did on. not. <laughs> so, please, please don't send passive-aggressive emails. Please do it, because it was very entertaining. It is, I appreciate it. It is you. entertaining. I found your calling. But you know what? Isn't, isn't that sad, though, to have your character question over stupidity like that? Over yeah. paper clips. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is it like, stupid? Why would I it? do I that to someone? Why would I do that to someone? I'm I'm a grown adult. And right, yeah. who has the time? I don't. I know you sure don't. I sure don't. See, but I would have entertained it. I would have been like, actually, <laughs> it was 106 paper clips. <laughs> and, but I feel okay like at that time, you were working like 60 hours and volunteering like right. 30 hours. I was. I was. I de- <laughs> like, I she would get no If not more. And, <laughs> yeah. and then I was driving the bus every, oh. for two hours on Sunday mornings and two hours after church every week. Because I would go to Newport and Covington. Mm. And so Saturday nights I was there doing all that newsletter. Thing. And sometimes with Isaiah Project. Like. Yes. Uh-huh. So yeah, I was um, doing it all. It was a lot. But still made the time to clip together all of those paper clips. As, hold on, as a volunteer. <laughs> I, unpaid volunteer. <laughs> but our office allows for those spaces for them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, I could have a scholarship. Uh, Listen, it got to it got to the point. I said, "This is not a scholarship. Like, uh, if 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 it's payment, I am getting paid." Wait a minute, Rebecca really paid for your scholarship of all of your false like net prayers you tossed out for people. (laughs) I mean, I was going backwards for you. Yes, (laughs) sorry, I was overwhelmed. I was a child. sacrifice many things um some of the disciples well most of the disciples laid down their lives for the gospel and we have a testimony here tonight where katie farley 
almost had to lay down her life for the <laughs> for the gospel because she received a for the gospel of posh. <laughs> Because, <laughs> because she received a death threat. Yes, you heard me right. A death threat. Katie, please tell us Way what happened. Way to tell to her you. testimony. I know, right? Do you want to ask me if it's Well, I out? learned that from you know who. <laughs> okay. Do we? <laughs> Paint the picture, Katie. So what had happened? Um, there was a very passionate caller. Um, also on the redundant list of calls and like per se, you know, say where the lady had called earlier and you said she was, you know, doesn't give you all the information. This caller gave you all of the information, (laughs) um, would even tell you about when she sat down in a chair and stood up and how the chair smelled when she got up and these would be 10 minute long voicemails at least mm. like it would be to the stretch of the tape and sometimes we really wanted to leave the voicemail full so yeah. that she couldn't, couldn't call, call leave another yeah um because these were to a specific uh like direct call in the church so it wasn't like going to that mass uh-huh. like um amount that jay prays over but <laughs> if he had prayed for this one i would have been very blessed and felt safer <laughs> but what what she did was she would call and she would talk to herself as if there were a conversation going on. Mm. And I'm like, nobody can see right now but the people in this room, but I'm like looking to the side, like going through my memory and <laughs> revisiting trauma. But she, um, <laughs> what she did was she would call like that and I'd be like, you know, hey, Posh, um, we got another one of these calls and these are getting very interesting. And we, wait a minute, hold the phone. Rebecca, did you say that this person died or were you talking about somebody else? Oh, no, I don't know. Oh, I was talking about someone else. All right, great. So the threat's still out there. Um, <laughs> just making ow, sure we understand. Um, so you guys that are aware of this, like if something happens, Sean Sims, you got me. You've seen her face. But um, what she did, she, um, she called. <clears throat> All right. So we, yes, weekly. And... Um, and so I'd be working with like the youth and I'd help out with Posh's voicemails and check them and <sighs> she didn't know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh-huh. I was this invisible source that was kind of relaying things. I was like, okay, so here is a synopsis of the 10 minute voicemail for him. And um, a youth she thought it was happened. a direct line to Oh him. yeah, she yeah. was like, we are connected. Yeah. <laughs> um, so during youth conference one year, there was a lot of times we would open up the church to um, different churches who couldn't maybe like the churches, like the hotels were full, et cetera, um, to stay with us. And so all of the boys stayed on the top floor of the ter- like the trade center. And then all the girls stayed down with like me and like at times like the Rebecca, like all of us would stay with these girls. So I stayed in Pasha's office. Man, I'm doing good at keeping that. Yeah. I might call him in person now. Yeah. Um, but... I stayed in there, and it was it was like 5, 6 in the morning of youth conference. So you think, like, the girls are all goofing off. They're all up late. But you didn't have good cell reception in there. Mm-hmm. So, and back in the day, we're talking, like, Nokia times. Right. So I think I still had that. Um, but this is pre-iPhone. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Welcome back. Um, but I didn't have service. So I thought this time of the morning, maybe something serious has gone down. 
It makes me just not think of Jason Bowman with my Dolce & Gabbana razor. Like, where I had to walk it across youth camp. <laughs> but, you know, things have happened where things happen with your cell phone reception, especially back then. We didn't have as many salads. Yeah. And so I think that it's going to be, you know, Posh calling me and that something has went on and I need to address it because, you know, who's at the church? And when I pick up the phone, we called her Scary Carrie. And Scary Carrie... Goodness, this could be the end of me, this podcast, Jay. Like, um, when I answered the phone, like, I was like, uh, you know, like, when you're, like, waking up and slow. And, like, the world's not all there yet. Yeah. But then I heard the voice. Mm. And the voice just goes, why are you in his office? <laughs> let's preface it. Let's, let's say this part. I have chills in the mouth. She was thinking that they were married. They were together. She had an infatuation with Posh. She was with thinking a, they were getting ready to get married and all that stuff. Remember that? What, what there is you, a certain name that rhymes song? with begging, and I'm worried for them right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> You're at risk. Oh, my gosh. So, so Precious McGee, um, she basically says, she goes, why are you in his office? And um, my heart just sunk. Like, I would have paid to have, um, like, my face on camera, like, just to see what I even, my heart just sunk. And I was so scared. Um, and and she was like, because I'm like, you can't, all right, back to live call versus voicemail. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> voicemail. On this yeah. Side. Um, but she said, I want his self, she goes, like, like, I'm going to tell him, like, that you're in there. And all this, she goes, what is his cell phone number? And I was like, you know, this was like, and, and like other people had called and asked for like people's direct information. Jay obviously calls people back, but <laughs> I, um, I was like, Only I'm not racist. advised to give out, um, faculty and staff, like a phone number that's mm-hmm. personal. If they gave it to you, that's one thing, but I can't give you that number. And she's, well, I would advise you to give me his number or I will kill you. <sighs> right? Over a phone number? She clearly wasn't watching our youth conferences. Like, like the services were great that year. So she did not get blessed. <laughs> like, that's she why did it didn't work out for them. Like, she was not blessed. <laughs> that's, like, that, that's, that's why. That's That's the whole reason. But, so, I remember got off the phone and, like, I called Posh and, like, he wasn't, he was, like, waking up and he's, like, getting ready to come to the church. But she called to um, Pastor Tom's house and said that morning, like, got it out of the phone book. Oof. And left him a 10 minute long voicemail at home of it all. And so then this is where like, say, so this is where Sean sends our church came in. Like, thank God. Um, because he had prior, you know, real good professional services in the field. Right. Um, and love how you said that. You are so welcome. Yeah. I'm like, he's the best. Please don't, please don't come after him. Um, but <laughs> he, um, he, he looked up. So she would tell us that she was in all of these different places and look, she was so elaborate. Like, and how she would explain mm-hmm. the places you would think she was there. And so descriptive. But she was not. She had told us she was in Nevada that week. I don't know if I say that right. Nevada, Nevada, whatever. But, like, um, she said she was there. And then he came to me and showed me her ID picture. She had used an expired old ID in uh, Jeffersonville, Indiana. So mm. she was super close. Yeah. Even though she said she was elsewhere. And then, um, and he was like, I don't know how she was able to like, check in with this. <clears throat> and he was like, but she's really close right now. And so then this is, 
So person who's not here, name shall not be named, but picture should be up. Um, name rhymes with um, Saul Wafer. Um, they, got, <laughs> Saul. they got very scared. Um, a lot of the heebie-jeebies. And, like, they lived with Posh. Yeah. And um, <laughs> they, <laughs> I mean, in a very masculine way. Um, scooted their <laughs> their dresser in front of their doorway because of they thought she could be outside at any time. Yeah. So I would say me, Saul, and Bagan, like we still have potentials of things to come after us. Um, but that's that's the that's the treasure of sacrifice in life. <laughs> and I'm so glad that you're still alive. Me too. Hopefully we retain that after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, what we're here to tell you is that if you serve in ministry, you probably will have trauma of <laughs> of some sort. Um, Brittany, do you have anything you want to? Oh, I don't know. I, I have a funny story about a prayer line, and me, but I might, I might just need to tell it for another time. It's not that long, though. Should I tell it? Go ahead. Okay, so one time, <laughs> I was at my grandma's house. And I was younger. I, I know I was still in high school when this happened. And this is when my great, great Aunt Jackie was still alive. God rest her soul. Oh, I miss her. I know. I thought she, I literally thought she was going to live forever. Because she was like almost 100. Wow. Like she was so old. But she was in like such great shape. And mm-hmm. she just loved to watch her shows. And yes. she, she was. You know, as well. Yes. <laughs> so there was one night I was sitting with her. Not babysitting because she's not a baby, but I was sitting with her yeah. while while my grandma and grandpa were out doing something at church, and um, and this back when they had a house phone and everything, and all of a sudden the house phone rings, and I figured I would answer it. You know, I figured it's probably somebody in my family trying to reach my grandma, so I'll just take a message and let them know she's not here. <laughs> and I get this call, and um, I was like, "Hello," and they're like, "Hello," and I'm like. Okay, hello. Are you looking for you know Janice? And they're like, "Well, I'm 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 here. I'm, I'm calling the prayer line." I was like, "You're calling the prayer line?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "Isn't this the Tommy Bates prayer line?" I'm like, "Well, no, but I I guess I can pray for you." <laughs> and I the next generation when it started coming to our phones. Yep. Yes. So. Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess there was certain people who, like, volunteered, like, an hour or something out of the night to have the Mm -hmm. prayer calls forwarded to their house so they could have somebody live in person that was praying for them. So, I had no idea. My grandma must have forgot, didn't tell me. Here I am, like, 15, 16. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what what a responsibility (laughs) at my ripe young age. Oh, yeah. And so... And I, and, and I kind of thought it was like a one-off situation. I'm like, okay, maybe she got the number from the phone book. Yeah. And so I asked this lady what's going on. I pray for her. I hang up. Another call comes through. <laughs> and I'm like, Bing. oh my gosh. I'm like, well, I guess I'll answer it. So I end up, while I'm supposed to be watching Aunt Jackie, we're supposed to be just listening to show tunes and watching black and whites on the TV. Aww. And here I am taking prayer calls at my grandma's house. And I'm like, I don't know how this happened. How I, at such a young age, have been have been trusted You're by the like, Lord. Here am I, <laughs> Yes. I was like, here am I, Lord. And this one lady, she called me. And I, I don't remember what was going on with her. But I prayed for her. 
And she was just like so moved by the prayer. And she was like, wow, wow. I, I mean, you just don't know how much that helped me. Thank you so much. I said, well, you wouldn't believe this. I'm not even supposed to be here right now. <laughs> I was like, I'm just at my grandma's house. <laughs> you told her? Yes. I was like, I mean, literally, no, no privacy. I'm like, I'm at my grandma's house. She's out. And I guess the prayer line comes to her house. I had no idea. And so the lady's like, whoo. Thank you for her grandma. Oh, thank you that her grandma had to be somewhere else tonight so that she could pray for me, God. Oh, thank you for her grandma. And she just thanked God for my grandma and the fact that she wasn't there at the moment so that I could pray for her. But yes, I will never forget that because I was literally, I was like, how is this happening? Because that, like, I had no idea that that was even a possibility for the prayer calls to come to your house. And then there I was. Work in the prayer lines. And if you didn't answer them fast enough, they would go to somebody else's phone, and if they didn't answer them, it would come back to you. I don't know how <laughs> I know that, but I do know that. Because you got called out by that person that's going to call you out for not for deleting all those yeah. orders. <laughs> all right, before we give up any information uh, that we shouldn't, I, yeah, I'm going to, again, thank you guys so much for all that you've done for yes. Impact, for the church, for uh many people and I feel like the ripple effect of what you've invested is larger than you know um, and as you know I, I know many people who have benefited from you even if they're not serving the Lord right now they can't say like oh Becca was the reason I'm not serving God no. or Katie's the reason I'm not like nobody <laughs> but I'm Bernie Richardson's husband I'm Stephen Albert he always gives and obviously he's like he's in church but he would go you're the reason I quit church <laughs> well besides him besides nobody <laughs> nobody can say that and I know that whatever we go on to do you are a part of that so um, we just love you and we appreciate you this has been a wonderful episode this is like my church youth yes. dreams yes so it's been a wonderful episode of church kids unite, unite. <laughs>